Welcome back to another episode of The Warrior Within the Woman. I am your host, Pastor Lauren Daniel, and I want to welcome you all today. We are officially in the Christmas season, and I don't know about you, but I am ready for it. There is something about the Christmas lights, um, driving around, even the snow. I am so excited about the snow. And maybe you're listening to me today and you're saying, Lauren, no, okay, you keep your snow. I want the warm weather. So this week, the next few weeks, I'm wanting to talk about the Christmas story, right? The, the story of Jesus, the birth of Jesus, but I want to take it at a different angle. I believe we're living in a world where we, we make Jesus out to be this baby still. And if you understand, if you don't understand what I'm saying, I, what I mean by this is that it is wonderful for us to be looking at the Christmas season and remembering Jesus and and focusing on the sacrifice, the one, the only, the Lamb of God that came from heaven to earth to sacrifice himself for our sins, to be, to change the covenant, right? To to bring forth new, a new thing, a new day, a new beginning in our lives and it's wonderful. It's amazing. It's Jesus Christ, right? This is what we're here for. But there are so many times, so many people, there are so many seasons of our lives where we still see Jesus as this baby, this humble baby that came to from for humble beginnings, right? In a manger because there was no room in the inn and all of this. And we look at it and it's sweet. It's kind. It's it's gentle, right? It's a baby. There, It's just the sweet baby. But what I want to remind you is that we do not serve a baby. We serve a king. We serve an almighty God who is able to do exceedingly, abundantly, above anything you ask or think. And, and I want to talk about that this Christmas season because not only should we represent should we remember the sacrifice of Jesus and and should we remember the miraculous birth and conception of Jesus through his mother Mary? Today I want to talk to you specifically about protection. And specifically I want to talk about a I want to talk about different aspects of protection that God can give us that we either know about or maybe we don't understand or maybe you're going through a season or a time right now where you are going through things that you don't understand why God is allowing these things. You don't know why the enemy is attacking you so much. You just don't understand. And I'm not here to say I know everything. I don't. Uh, but I hope that today this podcast and this episode can give you clarity that God's intention is to protect you. God's intention is to be the almighty God that he is and to bring forth protection and peace and love over your life and that we serve an almighty God. We serve a God so powerful that he changed and, and, and manifested himself to come to this earth to be a sacrifice. He went through years of life, living a perfect life just so he could die. Just so he could die for us. And what a powerful message that is. So today I want to talk to you about protection. Start it over again. 
And today I want to touch base on the aspect and perspective of Mary and Joseph as they are going to find a place to stay. Mary is prego, okay? She is about to pop. Girl is about to go into labor at any moment. And just in my own mind, remembering my own um, my own memories of my own pregnancy, I am not going to be on board with traveling on a donkey or with a donkey miles and miles. I have to say, just seeing this, Mary is truly a woman of God, a woman of patience, right? I'm sure there were choice words and, and conversations and arguments between Mary and Joseph as they're traveling because she is about to pop, right? And so she is pregnant. She's about to give birth to Jesus. And so they have to go. And because of the census, they have to go to Joseph's hometown. And so they're going to Bethlehem for this census. And we all know the story, right? They get to Bethlehem. They're going house to house, end to end, trying to find a place to stay because Joseph is probably dealing with a very upset, angry, <laughs> pregnant lady, right? So he's trying to find a room. There is no room for them in the end, right? That We all know that, whether you're Christian or not, whether you know the Bible or not, we all understand that, right? But I want to talk to you specifically today about the protection of God through rejection. And... When we see Mary and Joseph, a lot of times, I mean, you look through their whole life, we could say that they had both seen rejection in their lives multiple times. They had both seen feeling like an outcast. And now she's pregnant with Jesus and already feeling like an outcast. And then on the night he is born, on the night he's born, rejection again. But I want to remind you something that may not come to your mind in this is that when Jesus was born, there was an evil king, Herod. And when we see King Herod, he is so troubled in the Bible from knowing the prophetic word that there is a new king in town with Jesus' birth that he is so troubled he wants to find this baby and kill him. And so I believe that it was a strategic placing that God would not only give Mary Jesus at this time period, but also have Herod the king call a census. Because how hard is it to find someone when they're moving around? How hard it is, is it to find a family? And not only that, they went and was obedient to the government going to his hometown but nobody would know where they are because there was no room for them. And something about this makes me think, listen, the times of our lives, we go through rejection over and over and over. And we ask God, why am I feeling this way, Lord? Why am I going through this rejection? Why does no one want to be my friend? Why does every relationship end in broken heart with me? What is going on? Maybe... Just maybe, if we were to sit down and look at the true details of it all, God is protecting you 
from a relationship that is going to lead you down the wrong road. Maybe God is protecting you from the very people that are wanting to kill what's inside of you. Maybe God is protecting you with rejection because he knows that from our own dependency, what people want, uh, wanting people to like us and wanting people to, to be a fan of Lauren, right? Maybe God removes people from my life because he knows I'm not going to have the heart enough to remove them myself. Maybe God is allowing people to walk away because he knows that in my own spirit, I can become dependent on relationships. I can become dependent on people who are emotionally manipulating me and I can't see it. Maybe God is protecting you through the rejection of this season. And you don't even know it because we're focused. You're focused on them walking away. You're focused on all the good times and forgetting the bad, the, the majority of it all. You're forgetting the manipulation. You're forgetting all the things that truly was causing you to, causing to halt the promise of God because we are so stuck. Wanting that relationship or wanting that job, wanting that opportunity so bad that we do not see that God is truly protecting you and taking you out of situations and groups and taking you out of places where it is not going to be beneficial to you. Let people walk away. Let God remove who he needs to remove. I cannot be who God's called me to be without letting God protect me through the rejection. Jesus was rejected before he was even born. <laughs> when he was a fetus still rejected, his parents rejected because of the calling on their lives, because of the magnitude of his life there was rejection all along the way, even before he was born. But you look at it when you are in a stable, hanging a feeding trough, hanging out, nobody knows where you are. Therefore, the enemy cannot kill you. God knows what he's doing. Trust him. God knows what the situation would end up being so even though it hurts and even though it's painful because we see relationships end or we see opportunities never come to fruition, even though we wanted it so badly, we see these things. Let God protect you. Let God protect you, warrior. And, and ask him if you're confused, if you're not understanding why God is this happening, why I didn't do anything wrong. What is going on? Why is, are the rumors being spread about me? Why is the opportunity totally gone? Why is this door not even opening? And I've seen you open this before. Why? Let God give you clarity. Ask him, God, show me. Show me how you're protecting me. Let me trust you, God, that in due time, I will see what you protected me from. I don't know about you, but there are many times in my life, many times in my life, whether it's screw up for me or being rejected by other people that I did not understand. And it was months or years in the making before I truly understood what God was protecting me from. 
what God was truly holding on to me and in guiding me. And even though I did not understand, me choosing to trust him fully made a world of a difference. Me choosing to trust him. It wasn't easy. There were days I asked him why. There were days I sat down on the kitchen floor <laughs> crying, asking God, why is this all happening to me? I don't understand. I don't understand why I have to go through this. God is protecting you. And maybe you say, well, Lauren, there's a lot in my life that I brought on myself. And I did and got myself in these messes and I did this stuff. But you know why? You know what another amazing quality of God? There's so many. But one of the most amazing qualities of God is that he will take every mess you make. Every, every screw up, every bad decision, every moment of lax judgment, every temptation you give into, he can change that situation and bring forth something new, something greater through it and trust that he's going to come through. He's going to bring for you. He's going to bring through every promise that he's promised you. I want to read to you today Psalms chapter 91. And it's um, amazing scripture. Maybe many of you could quote it, but it is, I, I love Psalms. I am a worshiper at heart. I love music. I love worship. I love just letting God's presence fill the room and just letting worship take over, letting the Holy Spirit move. And Psalms is truly that chapter. I mean, it is literally called songs, <laughs> Psalms, right? And, and so all of these are literal songs to the Lord. And this Psalm in particular, Psalm 91, truly is an encouragement to my soul. So I want to read it for you today. And I hope that it encourages you as well. In Psalms 91, it says, He who dwells in the shelter of the Most High will abide in the shadow of the Almighty. I will say to the Lord, my refuge and my fortress, my God in whom I trust. He will cover you and under his wings you will find refuge. His faithfulness is a shield and a buckler. You will not fear the terror of the night, nor the arrow, nor the arrow that flies by day, nor the pestilence that stalks in darkness, nor the destruction that wastes at noonday. A thousand may fall at your side, ten thousand at your right hand, but it will not come near you. You will only look in with your eyes and see the recompense of the wicked because you have made the Lord your dwelling place, the Most High who is my refuge. No evil shall be allowed to befall you. No plague come near your tent, for he will command his angels concerning you to guard you in all your ways. On their hands they will bear you up, lest you strike your foot against a stone. You will tread on the the lion you will tread on the lion and the otter the young lion and the serpent you will trample underfoot because he holds fast to me in love I will deliver him 
I will protect him because he knows my name. And when he calls to me, I will answer him. I will be with him in trouble. I will rescue him and honor him. With long life, I will satisfy him and show him my salvation. What an incredible scripture. First and foremost, a, a scripture to remind you of the refuge and fortress of our God. Amen. And, and the thing about this is that God is not only saying, I will protect you, but I will be with you. I will not leave you. I'm not going anywhere. So why worry? Why worry about it? While I was reading Psalm 91 and just praying about it, God truly gave me this image in my head and I, and I want to share it with you. I was thinking of a fur trapper, a, a man or uh, a man that goes out into the mountains to catch unsuspecting animals, right? And he'll lay all of these bait traps, these steel traps all around the mountain. And this picture is what the enemy does to us. That's why he's called the trapper. That's why it says he lurks and he waits and he's conniving. The traps set for us are not there by accident. A lot of times we may say like, how is this happening? Or on a day that's rough or we're having a hard time emotionally, then all of these other things happen, right? But it is not by accident. Accident. It is as if your name is on that trap, that Satan is strategically placing things in your life to get you off kilter, to get you angry, to get you upset, to get you where you are worried and emotional and stressed out to where you cannot focus on God. These traps and these temptations are custom made, placed and baited specifically for each one of you. For every one of us, there is a bait out there. There's a trap out there today. He has set traps. But like an animal caught in a trap, it is a slow, painful process. You don't die instantly. You are ensnared until the trapper comes to kill you. I don't know about you, but I don't want to lose focus of God so much that we're, when temptation comes and I give in or I choose to give in to these situations or choose to not guard my words or choose to not trust God and make rash, irrational decisions based on fear or lack of, of understanding or lack of self-control. I don't want to be there to where I'm slowly killing myself. Because I chose to step into a trap that was set for me. The enemy knows what will most likely hook us. It's not a mystery to him. If you have anger issues and your family gets on your nerves all the time, guess what? That's strategic. If maybe you're having a hard day and you're emotional or a lot of stuff's happening in your family, you're dealing with drama... And then other things happen on top of that that get you more emotional, more off the unhinged, right? It's strategic. When someone that doesn't like you says something to intentionally hurt you, it's strategic. All of these traps, all of these temptations, when, when we're alone at home, we get tempted to look at things or listen to things or watch things we shouldn't. It's strategic. There is a temp, there is a bait, a baited trap out there for you and me today. 
And Satan wants nothing more than for you to not be watching and not be vigilant and to just step in the trap. And who knows? This may be the trap that very well traps you and takes your family down. Thankfully, we know a God that can untrap us, right? That can provide a way out of the trap. But we must also not be so stuck in our sin and comfortable in our lifestyle where we think this is okay. The trap's okay. This is normal. I deal with this insecurity all the time. It's just going to have to be something that I deal with all my life. No. There is protection and there is provision from God. God not only deliver us, delivers us. <clears throat> that is why Paul tells us in 2 Corinthians 2.11 that we are not to be ignorant of the schemes of the enemy or the trap of the enemy. I love the word of God because of how literal and blunt it is because I'm a literal person. I'm a blunt person, right? And I love that it's, it, it pretty much is just laying out and Paul 100% will tell you what he thinks. I, I enjoy reading Paul's letters because he is not someone that holds things back. He, he is someone that is willing to confront when he needs to confront because he's a leader. He's a bold leader willing to correct and love so that people don't get killed in the trap in the snare of the enemy. And I love that because in 2 Corinthians it's saying, do not be stupid. Don't be dumb. Don't be ignorant. The enemy's out there. He he's wanting to deal, he want he's wanting to trap your children just as much as he's wanting to trap you. And let me tell you, your toddler is not facing a toddler Satan. Your teenager is not facing a teenager Satan. We are all facing the same enemy that is wanting to not only destroy your life, take away opportunities, take away the anointing, but he's wanting to kill you. He wants to kill your family. And for us to be sitting around acting like, oh, it's fine. It, it's not a big deal. They can watch that. They can do that. Who are we? As Paul said in 2 Corinthians, stop being dumb. Don't be ignorant. Don't be stupid, parents. Come on. we. I don't want to be stupid. I don't want to be an ignorant mother. I can be sometimes. <laughs> because I'm human. God is calling us for a deeper understanding, a deeper trust in his word. And trusting that he will provide and take care of your family. Trust him. Trust that with the rejection is protection. Trust him that the plan is going to come forth, but do not be ignorant to the schemes of the enemy. I love in Psalms 91, it's talking about God not only delivers us from the snare laid by the trapper, which is Satan, but according to the last part of verse three, he also delivers us from deadly pestilence. Webster's Dictionary says pestilence is, is any fatal disease, an epidemic that hits the masses of people, any deadly disease that attaches itself to one's body with the intent to destroy. But God says, I will deliver you from the deadly disease that comes with the intent to destroy. There are all kinds of enemies out there. There are temptations. There's spiritual enemies. There's physical disease. 
There's enemies out there that are people that are trying to, like wolves in sheep's clothing, that are wanting to destroy you. And God says, I will protect you from the things that come toward you that have the intent to destroy. And let me remind you, Christians, you might say, well, Lauren, I've got this going on, or I'm sick, or I've got this. Let me tell you something. When you are a Christian, you will forever be protected. I'm not just talking about here on earth. But because I know that if my life were to end today unexpectedly, that God will has a protection for me because I'm not, my life is not over. I'm going on to heaven, right? For a Christian, our life is always protected. Our life, we may see people pass away and we're like, God, why didn't you allow them to stay? Why didn't this be, why weren't they healed? God is saying they were healed. Just because they weren't healed the way you wanted them to be healed doesn't mean that they weren't healed. The greatest healing, the greatest promise that as Christians we can hold is the promise of everlasting life with our Heavenly Father. The promise of heaven where there are no tears and no pain and no disease and nothing like that. And I believe that in Psalms 91, no matter what life may bring, no matter what may come your way, God's protection is true. And if you know Jesus as your personal savior today, let me tell you, you've got protection. No matter what your life here on earth may be, if it's the next few seconds or the next 50 years, God has promised you a protection that even if your life ends here, there is a life everlasting, amen, that you get to go to heaven and be with him forever. There are all kinds of enemies. There's times that we're facing opposition and it feels like it's coming from every side do you feel that way today do you feel like it is coming every which way and this verse it is addressing the enemy's assignments from both the physical as where as well as the spiritual there are enemies that attack our mind our thoughts some that attack our body with viruses and disease and some who attack us physically with people. But this verse right here ensures and is a promise that there is deliverance for a child of God. There is deliverance and protection for a child of God. And to verse 4, I love this passage. It says, his faithfulness is a shield. It is God's faithfulness to his promises that is our shield. It is not just our faithfulness. Warriors, today, take up your shield. God will be faithful to the promises he has made. When the enemy comes to whisper fearful or condemning thoughts in your mind, we can ward off his attacks by saying, My faith is strong because I know my God is faithful and his faithfulness is my shield. Today, I declare that over my life. I declare that over your life today, no matter what situation you're dealing with, his faithfulness is your shield warrior. 
He will protect you. Even in rejection, honey, that's protection. Even in disease, he's providing a way out. Whether here on earth or in heaven, you will find healing. It is protection and provision from a faithful God that is our shield in times of trouble. How often I've heard people say, I can't dwell in the shelter of God. I've messed up too much. I fall short daily. I feel guilty. I'm unworthy. You listen to me. You're looking at and listening to someone who is so unworthy today. If we were to look at my life, you might stop subscribing. <laughs> we're all unworthy. There is no person that is truly, sincerely a Christian that will tell you they're worthy of the love of God. We're not. That's the truth of the matter. I'm unworthy. But my unworthiness and my sin and my mistakes and my mess ups and screw ups and my pit that I keep digging myself into is never going to stop the love of God. Today, you may feel, Lauren, I'm so unworthy. I'm guilty of the decisions I've made. I'm guilty of pushing people away. I'm, I'm tired of being the way that I am, that I've been choosing to be. God knows all about your weaknesses. God knows it. He, he knows you're weak. He knows you lack self-control. He knows you got anger issues. He knows that you don't trust people fully. He knows that you got ment emotionally manipulated. He knows your mind is a mess. He knows your weaknesses. He knows the struggle. He knows the lust that's in your heart. He knows the hardship you're facing. But it does not change the fact he gave his son for you. We can no more earn protection. You cannot earn or deserve the protection that he gives. Then we can earn or deserve our salvation. We can't. We can't do that. You can't say, well, Lauren, you serve faithfully. No, listen to me. I'm unworthy just like the next one. I am undeserving of the protection and salvation just like you. But God's love and constant faithfulness does not change because of my issues. Do you think that because I see a therapist, God says, well, I can't use her anymore. Do you think maybe because you came from a poor home or a rich home or a middle class home, he can't use you? Maybe you think, well, Lauren, I don't have a huge testimony. Okay, we'll talk about the faithfulness of God for keeping you your whole life. In 1 Corinthians 1.30, it says, For by his doing you are in Christ Jesus, who became to us wisdom from God and righteousness. We must trust the Lord. Trust his faithfulness that even the rejection you've gone through is protection. That he's going to provide a way of escape. He's going to bring provision where you feel like there is no, no way that you can be provided for. Financial provision, food, home, clothing. He will provide it all. We must trust him that in our unworthiness, Christ, that's the purpose Christ came. 
He came because you're unworthy. He came because you couldn't get yourself out. But let me tell you something. There is a difference, however, between making an occasional mistake and coming to God in repentance or staying in willful sin. Self-will and rebellion will keep us out of protection. Self-will and rebellion will keep you out of the door that he wants to open. Because self-will is a wall we build between God and us. You may think right now, my life's good. I don't need God. I don't need what he, I don't need the plan that he has planned for me. I don't need that. I'm good. I'm a-okay. But let me tell you something. One day you won't be because life happens. Life is terrible sometimes and we all go through stuff. We all go through things that are out of our control. But let me tell you something. Being able to trust a God. Being, tr being able to trust my Heavenly Father to get me through the times I feel like I can't breathe on my own. That I can't take a step forward that the fear and anxiety of what is to come is overwhelming, that right there is priceless. The protection over my mind, even whenever I'm overwhelmed because I've chosen God, I love you and I'll trust you. I'll trust you with my child. I trust you with my marriage. I'll trust you no matter what because you will protect me. Warriors, today I ask you to change your mindset from rejection to protection. Allow God to bring clarity to your mind of all the areas he is protecting you. Protecting your mind, your spirit, and your body. He is pro providing for you every which way. And today I want you to just take a moment to thank God. In this season of Christmas... In this season of thanking God and remembering the gift of Jesus, remember the gift of protection. Remember the gift of even when things and people walk away, God is still here. God is constant. Amen. Be, be a, willing to say, thank you, Lord, for protecting me. Thank you for being my refuge in my fortress. Thank you, God, that even when a thousand may fall at my side and 10,000 at my right hand, it will not come near me. God is protecting you, warriors. And today I pray that this message will just overcome you, that the Holy Spirit will come beside you and give you the strength you need to get through this season of life. Maybe it's a great season. Thank the Lord. Maybe it's a terrible season and you're struggling. God is with you, warrior. I pray that this week you walk in confidence and you trust that when rejection comes, it is just protection. When things don't happen the way you want it to, trust God for the provision for your life because he will always come through for you, warrior. God bless you. I pray that you are filled with boldness today to fight the enemy and be vigilant of the tactics and schemes and traps he has set. I pray that you have a wonderful week. Merry Christmas this Christmas season. We'll see you next week for another episode of the Warrior Within the Woman podcast. 
Love you, friends.